Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm Jennifer Rizzio, founder of Soul Language and Soul to Business, and this is Ask and Answered by Soul. This podcast is dedicated to providing you with tangible tools to embody your divinity and create a life based on freedom. Each podcast is focused on a topic that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. During each show, I ask an expert three key questions so you can understand that you're not alone on this journey and that your soul is the key to forming life full of abundance, purpose, and passion. The goal of each interview is for you to take away a practice that you can do right now to change your life and understand what assistance is out there in the universe to support you. And today I'm talking with Mel Trumbull, and we're talking about how to have more joy during your day. Let me tell you a little bit about Mel. She is a life-transforming force and founder of ZFG Living, LLC. As a life coach, speaker, podcast host, and best-selling author, Mel's mission is empowering individuals to unleash their authentic joy. Drawing from her journey of overcoming abuse, traumas, and limiting beliefs, Mel shares insight with wisdom, human candor, and there's a Blob, uh, and a deep understanding of what it takes to live life to the fullest through her life coaching programs, podcast, and the big book of bad ideas, which we definitely need to talk about. Book series, Mel leads the way for people everywhere to heal their past, challenge their limiting beliefs, and create a life of joy and authenticity. Hello, Mel. Hello, Jennifer. Thank you for having me on your podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. And the first question I ask everyone is what has your your essential nature or your soul share with you throughout your journey? Oh, my essential nature is fundamentally that there is joy around us. 100%. Uh, that is woven through my very being. And uh, that's a lucky thing for me because I grew up as uh in a very unenlightened household with uh, eight siblings, you know, the power getting turned off, all the violence, all the the rage, sexual abuse, physical abuse. I mean, just everything. It was all there, all the bad. And so I was conditioned to see the bad, but I remembered, right? I remembered my core spiritual foundation of just being excited to be alive and giddy and just like, what's going to happen? I love that. You know, and and I'm able to tap into that. And so are your listeners because everything's all around us. Yes, the bad stuff is all around us. I get it. And sometimes it's really hard to see anything else. However, the good stuff is around us as well. And so we can condition ourselves to see it. Love it. So there's so many things I want to ask you, but so what has been your practice of conditioning to kind of, I call it chasing the goodness. Well, actually Jennifer Bloom calls it that. And I footnote her. How do you condition yourself to see the joy? So when we first wake up, like you're just getting to consciousness and you're in that juicy, foggy, you know, dawn dusky sort of mindset or awareness do your gratitudes. Really get into it. I mean, has has it been hitting the fan lately? Okay, breathe and just feel that air in your body and think about all of the cellular activity that's happening. Think about your blood, picking up the oxygen. You know, if it's more nuanced in your life, think about someone you love. Think about what you've learned from them. Think about who they are. Let your, your love wash over them and you. 
because when you fill up and you have more and more coming up, it just overflows and just really connect. Like if, whether you call that prayer or whether you call that meditation, you know, and it doesn't have to be, you know, 20 minutes, just take a minute to go through that. And then just a little tip from a pro, what's going to make you laugh your ass off today? Like, what do you think might happen? So it's just footnote, everyone go watch Tom Papa, hysterical Netflix. <laughs> exactly. Right. And, and plant those joy bombs, whether it's watching a, something hilarious or listening to something funny or just taking a minute to be like, what can I look around in this room? Okay. I'm looking at this rig that this microphone is hanging on like this, this thing. Whoa. Okay. That's pretty funny. I just pulled the whole mofo out of the thing. Wow. <clears throat> All right. I'm just going to hold it now and yeah. forgive if there's any weird sound. Yeah. <laughs> like, so like whether it's, you know, dismembering your microphone or pouring salsa down the front of your shirt, which I did the other day, like nice things are going to happen and you're going to be like whiskey tango foxtrot. But we have the opportunity to laugh at the incongruity between you know, what is happening or has happened and how we would like things to go. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the more, listen, I, I'm infamous for doing drive-by gratitude, right? Which is, oh God, that's what I call my higher power. So don't freak out everyone. Oh God. <laughs> <clears throat> Thank you so much for blah, blah, blah. But, oh, by the way, I don't have, right? Really be one with it instead of, moving so fast and really searching for what, what is wrong in your life Yes, to be the Borg of goodness. You have to know that resistance is futile, right? I love that. For goodness. And when you do, there's a big settling, right? And guess Mm -hmm. this is an ongoing practice. You're not going to be perfect. And I think that's one of the things that people don't, their joy bucket sort of like, is small because they believe that they're supposed to be in this hundred percent joy and hundred percent happy. And, you know, everything's great all the time. And, and that's not life. No. Right. It's, it's understanding that in all of that joy is always beneath the surface. Exactly. And it can, and it can co it can coexist. Yeah, definitely. So I want to talk about your big book of bad ideas. Uh, I love the title. What's that all about? <laughs> Thank you. I came up with the title when I was young uh, in my teens because I didn't know what I should be doing. And I would be like, I always felt like whatever I was doing was wrong. I was conditioned for that, right? I would just reverberate with anxiety about whatever. And finally, it's, well, you have to act, you have to do something. So I'm like, all right, Mike, in the big book of bad ideas, but this is what I'm going to do. You know, this is like, and whatever choice it was, what you're having for lunch, where are you going to go to college? Where are you going to go to college? You know, all of it be like, well, I don't know. This is the point I'm flipping and this is how it's going to go. Uh, but I wrote the book after I discovered mindset work and it is a miracle. So avail yourself of it. Highly recommend uh, whether I'm, you can coach with me and coach with anybody, coach, but dang, find it, bring it into your life. And so I wrote the book to show people like, okay, this may seem like an obviously bad idea to you. However, in my life at that time, I thought it was a fine thing to do. <laughs> and here's why. 
you know, whether for me, a lot of my poor decisions, especially in relationships were because a, I would believe what anybody told me. I believed their words and didn't, you know, make the connection that hell out. They're not acting like that. And B, when we are looking at where we're heading, then we have a destination in mind, right? Then we make choices to get there. And so I was like glossing over things to get to the end result without understanding that, hello, we mostly wind up where we go, just by circumstance and coincidence and accident and all the things together. So being able to sort of step back after decades of making craptastic decisions, you know, then I can look at it and say like, well, let me prevent some suffering and share it, what I did and why it was perhaps not the best choice. (laughs) And then how they might identify with themselves to see, you know, where to go instead. So that's, the first book is about adulting. It's adulting uh, from anxiety to zero Fs given. And I'm all about using your Fs. You know, it's trying to be PG-13. Uh, you know, yeah, using... I hate to check that button where it says language yeah. on the podcast. I hate to check that button. I know because it's not that gritty. It's just that's your resources. Right. That's what you've got yeah. to give. And you, we don't have to just give it away, uh, you know, to whomever to help them and help others. Like you mentioned the Borg. Yeah. I always talk about having hive mind because I'm one of nine children. Yeah, that's a lot. So like your personal, you know, meltdown is really not relevant here. You know, to like get this truck moving on. So, um, and, and that's a lot to uncondition speaking of mindset work, but, uh, yeah, that's why I wrote the books and, uh, the next one's coming out. It's going to be about dating as an adult. And if anyone's nice. enjoying that fun, or not nice. ride, <laughs> then, uh, you know, that there's a lot to, to unpack there. So what big questions have you been asking yourself lately? How am I thinking small? What, what am I trying to do? I I've left corporate, you know, I wanted um, to clap. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Well, it wasn't, I wasn't going to give up a, the, a good job. I got fired because I was paying too much attention to my, uh, what was a side hustle and is, you know, for the last year been my full-time, uh, livelihood. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and that's been the most gorgeous thing because when our life does get messed up, we do step back. And we have to make decisions that we weren't going to make when you're just getting up and doing the same thing you did the day before. Yeah. You don't make decisions on autopilot. You actually have to, you know, it's best to make decisions from a place of knowing that your love supported and provided for it. But sometimes we don't all do that or do that in the moment. Right. right. But, you know, I remember the decision that I was going to go freelance and I told my best friend on my boss, I'm like, I'm going to go freelance in three months. She's like, oh, Okay. So three months come by and she goes, so you're going freelance tomorrow. I was like, what? I totally forgot. She's like, oh, I made plans. She didn't make any plans. It took me years to realize that she didn't make any plans, (laughs) that that was the loving push that I needed. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, sometimes I talk, you know, on a frustrating day, I'll go to to Warner, my boyfriend, I'm going to get a job. And he goes, have you not met you? (laughs) Right. And you know, I think of all of the decisions I made and some seemed very small, but had huge impacts. Right. Right. And I think when you make a decision in joy and you look for the joy and you look for your full body, yes. And you look for those things that, oh yeah, that's going to 
bring me closer to feeling whole and complete or experiencing that, those decisions are never bad, right? Those right. decisions are always laced with goodness, even at first if it seems a little rocky. And and I think realizing that something can be like an absolute good, good choice and there can be a lot of discomfort with it and some pain and some of what we consider to be negative feelings, events, emotions, but, or, and it actually is shaking you up so that you can be open to what you're meant to do. So how do people get in touch with you? How do they get more of your joy and your goodness? Come on over. Come mm. on to zfgliving.com is my website. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at zfgliving. And my email is Melissa. That's my whole full name. Melissa at zfgliving.com. Beautiful. My last question for you is if you were a magnet on whatever you call your higher powers refrigerator, what would your magnet say? Onward and upward. That's a good one. And as we wrap up our amazing time together today, what is the one thing you want people to remember from our conversation? Joy is available to you. It's there. Beautiful. Thank you so much for playing with us today. Thank you so much for having me. This has been fab. Yay. Everyone, you've been listening to Ask and Answered by Soul. This podcast is dedicated to helping you understand that your soul is the answer. If you're interested in learning more about your soul's answer and your purpose, access your free guide at themissofpurpose.com. Please feel free to share this podcast with your community, leave a comment or contact me directly. But most important, reach out to these amazing guests because you will not be sorry. And I was giggling because the dog was licking my foot. (laughs) (laughs) She like just did a drive-by lick. She's like, do-do-do lick. And then she went off. All right, everyone. That's her joy. Weird joy, but that's it. (laughs) All right, everyone. Thanks for playing and bye for now. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for season two of the Wanna Bet podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that season two starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid. Electric acid. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonize your mind, body, and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together we explore vibrations, frequencies and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today.